Welcome to the Traveling Yogi Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna, of Brianna Danielle Yoga. I'm here with Katerina from Switzerland. We are still at, well, I'm still at my yoga teacher training in Nicaragua, and there's just so many traveling yogis here that I've been going around interviewing all of them. Um, So why don't you introduce yourself? Hello everybody, my name is Katrina. I'm from Switzerland and I'm a traveling yoga teacher. I just finished my 200 hour teacher training in Bali this December. And yeah, now I'm here in Nicaragua and I love it. Yes, who did you do your training with in Bali? I did it, um, I went alone. I did it in Uluwatu in Bali, which was like a very nice place right by the beach. A lot of surfing and um, it was nice because I traveled then like to Ubud and Chenggu, but I felt like Uluwatu was the right choice to do the 200 hour teacher training. So I'm very happy I did that. And who was your teacher? I, her name was Kate Thomas. She was from Australia. She was the teacher there. The college was uh, Sonia's Yoga Academy. I think I've actually heard of that. Really? I think I was going to go there. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, actually, I think I totally looked into that, and I was going to do that. I think I'm at, like the same one, maybe. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I ended up going with Leslie, because she's my friend. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. You would have met no matter what. <laughs> that's true. Basically, I want to know how you got your start in yoga, how you caught the travel bug, and what you do to combine yoga and traveling. So, just start with whatever came first for you. Was it yoga or traveling? Um, it was yoga because I grew up with parents who did yoga. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So it was like very normal for me. Like it was like when I think about it now, yoga, like everybody does yoga. It's like so common. Mm -hmm. But back then when you did yoga, you were like a little bit, okay, what are you doing? Like in Europe, because I grew up in Switzerland. But for me, it was always normal. My parents did yoga and they did like some kind of children yoga with me that's so cute yeah and i did a lot of acrobatics when i was young so i was kind of like i did acro dancing i don't know if you heard about that it's a combination like you do like a lot of headstands and moving your body so i was always like into that stuff but then i finished or like i stopped doing that when i was like 12 or 13 so I was a teenager then. You were too cool for that. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't do a lot of yoga then in that ages, but after, like I was maybe 18, 20, I started to reconnect with yoga. And what I really love about it is that you move your body, but it's also for your mind. Mm -hmm. So to calm down and yeah, you really connect with your body, mind, spirit. And I think that's very beautiful. That's amazing that you realized that so early because so many people don't realize that at first. Like, I feel like a lot of people come to yoga for the whole body aspect and they have no idea about the other parts until they do, like, a yoga teacher training or, like, they, like, look more into it. Because, like, I, even me, I, I didn't know about all the other parts of yoga until I did my, my 200-hour. I was like, 
Wait. Okay. There's all this other part. <laughs> I was only doing one of the eight <laughs> limbs. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I did some pranayama and some... Anyways, this is about you. Um, <laughs> so, how did your parents get into yoga? Were they teachers? Like... No, they weren't teachers. My father, he's a doctor. So I think like at a young age, he was like very into like a very open minded. So he, yeah, I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> they really got into <laughs> it. But for me, like since I was born, they were doing it. That's so amazing. I don't know. Maybe they started doing it when they were like in their 20s or 30s, I think. And yeah, they're like a good... Yeah, it was very nice to to learn it like that way because I know from an early age like what's yoga, like yeah. what it's about. And they did like Hatha yoga, which is also like very kind of a slow, a lot of breathing. It's mm-hmm. not like most people now do like a vinyasa flow, which is more like an exercise. Yeah. It's not like the, in like I say, like real yoga. It's very important to watch your breath and stuff like that. So I realized that very early, and I tried to do that. <laughs> I mean, I like both. I like vinyasa, hatha, I like... And did your parents meditate a lot, too? Uh, yeah. I th- yeah. I think they do when they're doing yoga. At the end or the beginning, they do meditate. I don't saw them that often doing that, but... Did they teach you about meditation as well? A little bit, but not, like, very much. I feel like they just did their thing and let us do our thing they were not like you have to do this like us or something so they did I learned a lot from them about meditating and yoga but they weren't teaching me or they weren't teachers at all you were just kind of watching copying yeah Yeah. like I just saw it and I was like okay that looks fun but then really getting to know yoga like really really well was when I yeah a few years ago when I started doing it again. As an adult, yeah. Yeah. And then how did you start with traveling? Um, I mean, I always <laughs> I love to travel. And did your parents travel a lot too? Yes. Because oh, so we you live in Europe, right? So exactly. Eh? Yeah, it is. I think, yeah, I think every, like, every, everybody in my, like, friend zone or something, they travel a lot, I think. Um, we went a lot on vacation when I was younger, mostly in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's why when I uh, was older and could travel alone, I wanted to go like places far, far, yeah. far away. So I went to Australia and um, yeah, Asia, and now I'm here in Central America. So it's very far from where I'm coming from, but I mean, I'm interested in like all kind of different cultures and landscapes and everything I really love it and I'm really like now getting used to travel alone when's the first time you traveled alone it was when I was 21 I uh, went to Australia I did a one month like language uh, school to like get my base and then Wait, I a language. oh English that's uh, yeah, not your first Engli- language yeah no I was no. like what did you learn in Australia <laughs> <laughs> no it's not my mother language I'm speaking Swiss German actually um yeah so I went there for learning English better and then traveled two months that was my first time alone tell me all about Australia I've never been there it's amazing it's really really beautiful I went to the east coast 
and I think you really would love Byron Bay, which is like a kind of a hippie place. Byron Bay. Byron Bay, yeah. It's you gotta like, take me there. It's so beautiful. I, I really want to go back there. It's like you can surf. There's a lot of nice music and paintings, and mm. it's very nice. Is there a big yoga scene? Yeah. It's not, yeah, I think so. I didn't did yoga, yoga there when I was there. Mm-hmm. I was just chilling. Just <laughs> I was chilling. just there like four days because I was traveling. Yeah, you said so for two months, like, what did you do? Like, what did you see? Who did you meet? What kind of adventures did you go on? Um, I think I did. Oh my God, it's a long time. Um, I went like to the Great Barrier Reef, which is like the thing to do when you're yes. in Australia. And it was my first time diving. And I was Ooh. so scared, like, oh my god, I have to breathe underwater. <laughs> but it was like one of the most beautiful things I've seen. I've never so, gone diving. What yeah. is that like? Like, how do you do it? I was so nervous. I was really, really nervous because, like, breathing is so important for me and, like, yeah, imagining. Yeah. So and it was like, we went out with the boat. And it was so fast, and I already got a little bit sick on the boat. So oh, I was the like, boat was fast. yeah. And then the instructor were like giving us some advices, and I was just sitting there like a little bit sick, like, oh my god, what is he talking about? But I, um, I had a very nice um, girl who dived with me. She was from Germany, and she was like super chill, and so I really trusted her. So I went with her. So it was. When I was in the water, it was totally fine. It was amazing. I really want to do it again. Take me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do when you dive? Like, do you just like load up? What kind of gear do you need? Like, how do you? How does that work? I have no idea. You have. I don't know the word in English. Like, you have that air bottle on your back. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. know? Either. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah. The air thingy. Air tank. Air right? tank. Tank. I, I, you got a tank of air. I don't know the word in English. I don't know either. My diver homies out there, hit a girl up, let me know. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important thing yeah, to, the do, air, to have the when, air. You, when you dive. And do you have yeah. a wetsuit or do you just Yeah, just I had a wetsuit, okay. but you can do both because it wasn't that deep. But um, I think all the people had a wetsuit on, but it was like more because of the... In Australia, you have a lot of the jellyfishes, oh, so okay. it was like maybe so better to, to. They have the them. ones that kill you there too, yeah. don't they? Yeah, not mm. at the Great Barrier Reef, but in Australia, I saw them. They're I've huge. Been, how big? Like, I don't know. It's just like a person size. No, 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 not not, not like that. <laughs> like, I know, like that or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's holding up a little backpack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, okay, that's still pretty crazy. I think the biggest jellyfish I've seen is, like, fist size, probably. Mm-hmm. I've been stung twice. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never been stung. I've been stung twice. The first time, I was, like, 12. And, I mean, I have, like, really high pain tolerance, so I just was like, oh, I'm fine. And then the second time, it was actually a funny story. I was, um, I was on, like, a boat party for, like, my friend's birthday. I was in Miami, and... We had like, we were jet skiing, we had a jet ski, we were taking turns with the jet ski, and I was drunk, and the, um, 
what's his the the captain of the boat he was like the only one that wasn't drunk and he was he wasn't with us obviously he was just like driving us around but he was really cute and I kept like flirting with him because I was like really drunk and then I got stung by a jellyfish and my friend runs over to the captain and was like oh my gosh he was stung by a jellyfish and he comes up to me and he's like okay let me see like you were stung by a jellyfish and I was drunk and I was embarrassed and I had a crush on him so I was like no I wasn't I wasn't stung by a jellyfish. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and then I had this disgusting rash on my leg for, like, two weeks. Like, I don't have it anymore. It's gone. It just, like, okay. went away. It was horrible. And it hurt so bad. And it was like, I should have told him. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what is what did you see when you were diving, like, under the water? Um, like, a lot of beautiful, colorful fishes, of course. Um, I thought I was seeing a little shark, but... I think it wasn't. It just looked like one. <laughs> I'm still not sure till that day what it, what it really sure. was. But it was very, very little. And I saw like a turtle, a very big turtle. Oh, yeah. a sea turtle! And I saw like, uh, like a Nemo fish. Oh, and I really saw gosh. a big one and a little one. It was oh my so gosh. cute. I have a very nice picture of that. It was like, <laughs> what's his name? Nemo and his dad. Yeah. Um, what did what did the reef itself look like? Was it still colorful, or is it kind of like bleached now? Um, it is still colorful, but it wasn't as colorful as I expected. Mm-hmm. And they, the instruct instructor, sorry, Manish, um, told yeah. us um, that it's like very, it's not like it used to be. Yeah. So. I heard something. No, I shouldn't be saying this because I don't know anything about it. But I heard something that. Scientists have taken, so I don't know what it's called, but they take like the DNA or something from the old corals that are still there, and they've been like trying to repopulate the barrier reef, yeah, so I that think like. I heard about something. Like do you know? That you know what I'm talking about? Can you elaborate? I think I've, I think I've heard about that too, but I'm not, I have no idea. I'm not sure. I'm it's not really cool. It. So maybe like, in like ten years we'll be back. Hopefully. That's if um, you listeners out there stop using plastic, yeah. stop using chemicals in your entire life, but mainly in your sunscreen and your hair products and no, your whole life. Stop using chemicals, stop using plastic, please. PSA, PSA. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, back to you. What else about Australia really struck out to you? Um, I think it was just like the whole experience for me, like being, being alone. Like for the first That's time the traveling. Best. That's literally the best. Yeah, it was like a very exciting and yeah, I mean, you're m- much more open when you travel alone because mm-hmm. you you have to relate on other people. So that's that was a very new experience for me back then. And it's a very beautiful country as well. You have like the cities which are like, you have everything there like in a European city, but then you drive like two hours and you're just like in nature, pure nature paradise. So I really love that, that you can have, like, both. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I need to get to Australia. Yeah, I've been over there. Yeah. We'll go together. You'll take me to that place. Yeah, I would love to go back again. And then you said you went to Asia, too? Uh, Yeah, I've done some traveling in, like, vacationing with friends in in Thailand and Indonesia. Yeah, it's amazing. I just whispered that. I said I love Thailand. (laughs) (laughs) Tell yeah. me your favorite parts of Thailand. Um, I think I loved... Uh, we went to Bangkok first, which is very busy, and I think I really liked it because... Yeah? 
yeah I, I really liked it but I was like with one of my best friends so oh, we had okay. a lot of fun so <laughs> we're like exploring the city going crazy and then we went up to the north to Chiang Mai which is like Ooh. it's like very traditional Thai I think mm. more and yeah we went How there. How long were you there in Chiang Mai for? I think it was like about five days one week so something like that. And what kind of things did you get to? Uh, we did like zip lining. What? Zip lining? Yeah. Okay, back to Tell me all about it. It's really amazing because you're in the jungle and it's huge. It's so you can zip line for a long time. And we visited some like elephant sanctuaries. Which Do you know which, awesome. which ones? Like Oh god, no, I don't remember the name. Uh, it's fine. And what else? Like we went up to the like Golden Triangle where you can like, uh, it's it's where the countries meet it's like um burma myanmar and thailand everybody's meeting at that point so wait hold up i thought this might sound really ignorant i thought burma was myanmar yeah they're like the same country yeah it's Laos, burma myanmar oh okay did you like it's like a point where they all meet yeah it's like um, a river where you can cross to the other, so it's very close. Oh, cool! Did so you, you actually can? No, I didn't because I forgot my passport. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just nice. That reminds me, my passport is still in town. Okay, listeners Go get out it. there, listen to this. It's not nice when you don't have your passport. Yeah, no, I left my passport in San Juan del Sur, and it's not far from where we are now. But I left it at the hostel I was staying at, and I know it's there, and I know it's locked up. But I have not had my passport for a week. <laughs> I'm so scared I'm gonna forget it. I'm sorry, okay, go back to Chiang Mai. What else did you do there? Um, we just visited some, I don't, I really don't remember the names. Like temples? Like a lot of temples, like very different ones, which ones are like white and gold and all that Thai Ooh. glamour, and the other ones were like more, yeah, like more wood and a lot more like nature kind of tem- temples which was also very nice to see. Yeah, and we just like drove around and, and ate well. <laughs> yeah, oh, just enjoying getting I'm, a massage. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm most excited about is the massages. I'm gonna get a massage like every day. Literally one massage in Miami costs the same as getting a massage every day for a month in Thailand. Mm-hmm, <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, so where else have you been recently? Um, recently, I've been to like the last year. I've been to like, uh, as I said, like in Bali, and I went to London. And yeah, now I'm here. So London. I think that that w- was were my last trips, like in the last few months. Okay, so what did you do in London? Oh, that was so fun. Just like I uh, went to watch a musical. Um, like Aladdin musical? Aladdin? Aladdin? I've never heard of it. Aladdin or how you say it in English? No, I'm not sure. Or I'm a not chorus, you know that one. I'm not very, like, Disney? I went to musicals Yeah. with my dad when I was, like, living near New York City, but um, I don't really know much about musicals. My baby cousin would. I, if we called her and, like, she would know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. My baby cousin's the cutest. Her name is Kellyanne. She's actually a teenager, but she's still my baby. Mm-hmm. And she does musicals, and she's so cute. Like, <laughs> I love her. She's so good. Aw. 
Yeah, and we went to uh, we went out had like a, a very nice like uh, night out there because you can do so many things in London. It's like insane. And yeah, just exploring. We did a lot. It was a very short time we were there, and we did so many things in the time because there's so many fun things to do. So yeah, I want to go back. Did you do any yoga while you're in London? No, not at all. <laughs> no, that was really just just uh, a party. Yeah, more. Yeah, more yeah. than party. You gotta have that sometimes. Yeah, and London is like keep the balance. A very good spot to do that. It's expensive though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, so what do you do to combine traveling and yoga? What I really love about yoga and traveling is that uh, in yoga you don't need any equipment. Maybe your yoga mat, but even that you can do it without. Yeah. So it's very easy to combine these two. That, that, yeah, that's what I really love about that. So mm-hmm. everywhere I go I know I can do like some yoga there. And I really try to do like every day like a little bit of yoga I in the morning say, yeah. so yeah I think it's 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 a nice way to center yourself in the morning mm-hmm. and like have a good mindset to start in your day and especially when you travel you maybe like have so many new things and uh, you ground yourself yeah so that's why I like and I really love to go to places where I know you can do like good yoga and stuff so that's maybe why I go back to Costa Rica and to Santa Teresa because I've heard there's some good yoga there too so and Alejandra's there yeah (laughs) our friend who's doing yoga teacher training with us right now she actually lives in Santa Teresa yeah so that's a big reason that we have to head over there yeah I think that's a good place too to do yoga and but you can do yoga everywhere, yeah. like even That's in a city like London. It's really, uh-huh. yeah, you can do it everywhere. And and the good thing about cities, though, is usually um, almost every city ever always has free yoga classes. Like every city, just outdoors, though. Like in Miami, for example, there's a free yoga class every single day. You just have to know where it is. I know every single day... In Miami Beach on 3rd Street, they have 7 a.m. morning sunrise yoga, and then they have sunset yoga, which changes with the season, like the time, and then they have yoga in every park. It's, um, I don't know the exact schedule, but if you look it up online, you can find free yoga classes in any city you're in. Just, usually it'll be either free, like sponsored by a company, or by donation. Yeah, and what I also really like is yoga is a thing like everybody can do yoga yeah so you can do that with anybody you meet and it's easy to I, f- I find it like easy to to share and teach and especially stuff. as yoga teachers yeah it's nice to find people when you're traveling and just be like oh you've never done yoga well I'm a yoga teacher I could teach you a class real quick mm-hmm. I actually last weekend I was at Sunday Funday in San Juan del Sur, Nicaragua, and if anybody knows what that is, it's this crazy all-day pool party. It's actually, oh, it's, it's not going, it's about to start in two hours, but I'm not going today. I'm being very zen this week, um, but yeah, it's like a 12-hour party, and you just like go to like every pool in San Juan del Sur, and it's like this giant, it's like as a pool crawl, and you just get super drunk, have lots of fun, dance. In the middle of that, I actually taught a yoga class. <laughs> I found two people. We were all really drunk, and I was like, 
hey, like, I don't know, I don't know how it happened. I just remember sitting down with two random ass people and teaching them a yoga class. <laughs> yeah, and what I also love about yoga is that you can do it on your own. You just, yeah. Yeah, you just need yourself. That's it. <laughs> yeah, especially as a yoga teacher. Yeah. It's really nice being trained as a yoga teacher. And if you aren't, and you're listening to this podcast, I would 100% recommend doing a 200-hour training. Um, we have three recommendations for you, actually. I would recommend Leslie Fightmaster. She does her yoga teacher trainings in Dana Point, California. I would also recommend doing your yoga teacher training, your 200-hour. I haven't done it with her, but I've, I'm taking this one now. Um, Lauren Ruddick for Yoga Academy International. She does a 200-hour in this beautiful place that we're at now. 10 out of 10 would recommend. When was yours again? Uh, with Sunny's Yoga Academy in Bali and I also recommend that one of course it's just such a beautiful view up here you can yeah. like do yoga and have a nice look on the ocean which is very yeah beautiful mm. to wake up like that <laughs> and here is just, it's magical where we are now we yeah. are having so much fun like at night we can walk down to the beach and oh it's so nice <laughs> Are you having the most fun? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. I really needed that. It's amazing. And you get to meet other beautiful yoga teachers in person, like all the wonderful women that I've been interviewing. It'll probably come out in succession. So I don't know when this, I'm going to release this episode, but um, this is the third girl I'm interviewing. There's like nine of us. So just look forward to hearing from all of them. Um, where can we find you? I'm actually, at the moment, I'm just like a free bird. <laughs> I don't have like a, like a website or something yet. I'm just like, yeah. You have your Instagram that you never post on. <laughs> yeah, it's my private account. Oh yeah, it's private too. But yeah, I'm not yet. I don't have like a website or an Instagram website for my stuff. But maybe I will one day. Yeah. And I will tell you. Yeah, so for <laughs> now, Katarina is very anonymous. You can only hear from her on my podcast. Oh, I'm yeah. so exclusive. Tune in if you want to hear more. Tune in, legit. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll meet up again, and and we'll interview again, and you'll hear from her again. So if you want to hear more about this wonderful woman, you're gonna have to just keep listening and hope hope to hear more one day because she is a free bird, and you cannot find her anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for listening and thank you for interviewing me. It was thank very you nice. for letting me interview you. I really enjoyed hearing your story and I think the listeners will think it's very interesting too. You're so adventurous. You're so <laughs> interesting. And Aww. it's so cool though. Like, I mean, like almost everybody else I feel like I interview, they have, oh, you can find me here and learn more about me. And you <laughs> don't like... have that. So it's, and no, it's cool because it's like, it's like very mysterious, you know? It's like yeah. you're so mysterious. <laughs> I feel like this is such an exclusive interview. <laughs> it is kind of, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I'll definitely, definitely, next time we see each other, I'll interview We do again. another one. Although I'm trying to convince her to move to Miami. <laughs> so she might move to Miami and then, and then I'll tell you where to find her. You can do every day an interview with me. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> that was so nice.